Okay, Ben, are we, uh, are you on board with the plan? We're going to perform a podcast live here at, uh, Happy Prison, and we're going to, uh, hopefully, you know, talk to Chad Snyder and apologize for convicting him and, um, you know, see if we can work something out, if we can maybe, maybe slip him a, like a cake with a file in it or just come up with some kind of escape plan. Whoa, what? Why? Why would we? I don't. I mean, I think he's guilty still. And why would we slip him a cake with a file in it? What's that? What's that file about? Like his arrest record? How's that going to help him? No, no, like a like a nail file. How? Is that? Is that? Yeah, well, it is. But most prisons now have. I thought like doors with like plexiglass windows. Well, he can probably file through there, or we could get him. Uh, we could get him like a explosives um, might help. Sure, or uh, like a like a. Like a spoon, like uh, is that what they use in Shawshank? I can't remember. Uh, was it like a rock polishing hammer or something? Yeah, I think that was it. That was right. Yeah. Let's get him one of those. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. So if we give him a rock polishing hammer, it'd only take about like what twenty two years yeah. for him to get out. Yeah. Well, and by then, I won't care about him anymore. We'll be so dead. I... Well, I hope not. What? <laughs> no. I guess I can go ahead no. with that idea because. He probably won't even be relevant anymore in that in like twenty two years. So I guess I can that's fine with me then. Okay, so we're okay, so the plan is we're gonna go perform this podcast live in the prison and we're gonna slip him the uh we're gonna slip him the, 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 the ball peen hammer. Should we also slip him that poster of Rita Hayworth? Uh I mean I don't really know. What if what if we uh, get him a poster of Henry Winkler? That's that's a much better idea. All right, a He's Henry a Winkler fan. poster to hide his dig hole. Yep. Yep, uh, Henry, Henry Winkler and the Happy Prison Redemption. Yeah, except in this case, he's probably guilty. Eh, probably. Although, wasn't uh, wasn't Tim Robbins also guilty in Shawshank? No, no. I think if you read the book, it's clear that it wasn't him that did it, but he got framed for it because he showed okay. up drunk, like right as it was happening. I think, or either that or right after it happened. It's it's pretty clear in the book. I thought in the movie they kind of leave it ambiguous. Did you read the the novella? Yes, I did. I did read that. I thought it was pretty good. I might check it out at some point. Uh, right, well, I need to break him out anyway because he does owe me some money still, and he—I mean, I don't know if he can afford it on a prison salary. You wait. You, you don't get paid for being in prison, right? No, you can do little jobs and get paid a little bit to buy stuff out of the something. Cause something. The conservatory. Go to the conservatory. <laughs> yeah. And use the lead pipe and bludgeon <laughs> someone to death. Sure. And that's how you end up here in happy prison. But there's a thing where you can go and buy stuff like toilet paper and razors and food. Oh, right. Right. The, um, uh, what is the word for that? <laughs> the, the con, the con. Conception. Yep. The, it's, the, it's the concession stand. Every prison <laughs> has a concession stand. You buy like a slushy. I like Ooh. to have them put all the flavors in one cup. Get some call popcorn. It a, yeah. Chili cheese fries. Commissary. 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 Right. Glad, glad you're able to think of that. I looked it up. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, really bothered me for a while. I guess let's do this. Okay. Ooh, that's a cat. All right, okay. Put the cat in your pocket and we'll go in. All right.
We're Ben and Brian. I hear that train a coming. It's rolling round the bend. Brian. And I ain't um, seen the sunshine since I don't we, know when. We, we, we I'm we stuck in music. happy prison. And time keeps dragging on. We're not we're not good at music, Brian. Remember? The, remember the time we tried to sing the kid show? Hear that song? It, it wasn't okay. good. Okay, okay, you're right. I'm sorry. I just wanted to try something new for for the our special prison show, but you're right. I'm sorry. I guess we should stick with what we know. This doesn't seem to be the way that we are musically talented. I can play French horn, but I don't have one. I can play the recorder pretty well. I can play hot cross buns. Is that... You're an amazing harmonicist. Harmo- is that, sure. What that word is? Harmonicist? Sure, that sounds right. Harmonikian? I don't know. A harmonikian sounds like a like a, like a, a being from the planet Harmixis or something like that. That'd be cool. You could be an alien. Well, anyway, I guess since our musical duo isn't going to work out. Hey, convicts! Is that what is that the polite term? I don't know if that's the PC term. Just people. Hey, people. Hey, hey guys. Hey, people who are morally challenged. No, or maybe uh, wrongfully accused of crimes. Who knows? Well. Maybe, but chances are, I mean, in the eyes of the law, they're all guilty. I mean, you guys, um, don't don't stab me. Sure, sure. I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, this isn't really the venue for us to re-examine the prison system. We're just here to entertain some folks. We love prison. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. We love prisoners. Uh, uh, we love people. How about that? We just love everyone, especially those in prison. Okay. Well, I see. This is gonna get us anywhere i Let's, see someone uh, familiar down there oh yeah hey uh hey everyone local local podcasting legend himself chad snyder's here uh, hey guys uh, glad to be here glad to be in prison <laughs> uh, no not not in prison uh, just glad to be here at the podcast oh and look over other side of the room there's rad rad snyder <laughs> I think yeah. Robin Williams is here. Yeah, no, unfortunately. Oh. I have bad news for you, Ben. Robin oh. Williams is not here. Regis is here? No. <laughs> Why would he be in prison? <laughs> uh, maybe he's hosting a prison game show. Sure, sure. And then, like, you, like you play the game show, and if you win, you're released from prison. Jail or no jail? Who wants to be the jailionaire? Jailperty. Okay. Jeopardy, sure, sure. Um, card sharks. No, that's not one. <laughs> I'm really... <laughs> that, that, that didn't work so well. Uh, uh, I want prison I gang to, feud. I wanted to tag it, but this is not. You'll have like the Nazi gang against like the Crips or something. I, I would watch that show. Is that te- would that be televised like worldwide, or is that just like closed circuit? Oh no, they should be worldwide. I would watch that show. Okay, all right. Hey, maybe maybe we can get that thing off the ground. You can be like an EP or something like that. Yeah, I love being Epps. Yep, you be the Epp. Omar Epps. <laughs> you love being Omar Epps? Yeah, all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. I guess we should actually get started now. They're, they're getting kind of antsy. House. <laughs> all right, well, let's, uh, let's just carry the show forward then and uh, do happy hour. It's happy Happy Hour is the part of the show where we talk about the thing that is making us most happy this week. Ben, what's your happy hour? Oh, yeah. 
Um, I'm mostly prepared. I forgot about this part. I'm going to go with, it was my birthday a week ago yesterday. Oh, hey. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, I, I couldn't use it on the last podcast, even though it uh, it posted the day after my birthday, because we recorded it a few days before my birthday. So it's happening now. So uh, my birthday. My Bone Patrol is also going to be partly birthday related, so I'm going to leave off what happened Saturday. Okay. And to start with Sunday, uh, we did a birthday weekend thing. Uh, I got some cool stuff. I got a, I got like three pop vinyls for my birthday, and one of which was just whenever Megan and I went to the mall to find stuff and then ended up buying. I bought a Weeping Angel from Doctor Who. Pop oh, vinyl. yes. Very, very popular Doctor Who villain. Yeah, and uh, Doctor Ten with a 3D glasses version. That was that's gonna come in the mail. They didn't have it in stock. But I got a uh, Herschel from The Walking Dead. It's really cool. Uh, uh, he like is on the Hopping Dead. Ah, uh, he is uh. on what my sister referred to as stilts, but I think she meant crutches because putting a one-legged man on stilts would just be cruel. Well, no, I mean, how about one stilt? What, but just to make up the difference. That's even further to have to hop and try to keep your balance. Maybe if I mean, one stilt like, was longer than the other. Sure. I mean, I guess I, I was maybe just thinking about like, uh, like adjusting the stilt and cutting it down, just being turning it into like a peg. Oh, I was thinking you put the one like complete leg on a stilt, putting no, them up no. even higher. All right. Well, uh, and I also got a Slimer pop vinyl from the popular movie Ghostbusters. Ah, busting makes you feel good, Ben. Yeah, it does. I heard he went to prison. Ghost prison was that it, or did he have ghost community service? Ghost community service, I think it was. Yeah. Okay, I haven't watched the latest episode yet of Ghost Judge, so I, I don't remember. Ah, uh, how about Ghostbusters? Are you up to date on that? Have you seen the le- uh, the latest <laughs> movie? Yeah, uh, one and two. I've seen both of okay. those, and some of the cartoon. I've never seen two. Uh, have you seen the cartoon at all? Uh, no, no. That a little might bit be, before my time. That might be where our picture came from for last week's podcast. I think it was, yes. Well, I, I got those. I got some cool shirts. I got one that has uh, Superman, Batman, Green Lantern, and Flash's logo, but they're all like split into quadrants and put into one logo. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was a cool shirt. Sounds, sounds like a cool design. Yeah, and I got one that um, was like the Flash running fast and surrounded by electricity. And that was pretty cool. Mom nice. made a shadow box thing with an NES controller and the cord in it that I need to hang on the wall sometime soon. Well, I, I probably already have by the time this podcast comes out. But it looks really neat. Uh, I got these crazy things. I think they're called like laser fingers or something like that. I just lost one that I was holding on to. You use – are they – Laser fingers. Do you use them to like torment your cat? Uh, they don't seem that kind of lasery, but uh, it's like kind of like a little light show. There are four colors: green, red, blue, and white. And you put them on four fingers, and you can just wave them around and have like a crazy disco party. Oh, it's rad. Yeah, it is rad. Hey, rad. Uh, yeah, I got a bunch of little stuff like that. I got these uh, gummy band aids, which sounds disgusting because the word band aid. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're just like. Gummies shaped like little bandages. So they're not they're not functional band-aids? They're not functional band-aids that you peel off and eat afterwards. Okay, uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to eat a used band-aid. Oh, no. And technically, the Weird Al concert was part of my birthday present. 
Okay. Well, that's a great gift then. Yeah, but I got a few more things. Uh, but uh, so many things I can't remember all of them right now. So the day started. We the pl- all the plans I had changed. So we started off. We went and got my sister, and we went to the local Zaxby's. That's one town over, so it's only kind of local, but it's more local than the one in, in Atlanta. And uh, it was just as good. We ended up getting a family thing because we're like, well, we're all gonna eat strips and fries. We might as well just get whatever the family pack is. That came with 20 chicken strips, two plates of a fries, lot. a thing of toast, and like three brownies because they were out of cookies. It's mm, a lot of food. Yeah, we ate about half of it there because I overestimated the amount of chicken strips I was going to eat. And so I just had the rest for dinner. That was pretty neat. Uh, it's kind of weird as we were leaving, or we were about to get up and leave, this guy, he was very tall and like big, sort of. But he started like strutting in, singing uh, Another One Bites the Dust. And he had this, like, weird ponytail. He just had a, a whole overall weirdness about him. And then, like, I guess he knew the people behind the counter because they were, like, kind of singing along with him. Maybe maybe they didn't know. Maybe it's just infectious. Like, the, the lunacy <laughs> follows him. That is possible. Well, uh, then we, w- we went up to get a box and all of that. And then we were sitting there or standing up there by the counter putting all the stuff from the plate into the box. And the guy looked over at uh, Megan and I and said, hey, is that Pikachu on your shirt? And he was talking to Megan, apparently, who was wearing a shirt that looks like the Joker's suit. And she was like, no. We thought he was talking about me because I said me. And he's like, no, no, her. Because mine at least had the flash and surrounded by electricity. It looked like it could have been Pikachu from a distance if you weren't mm. looking quite right. So that, And then we left and that guy started singing again. It, I don't know. Van Buren's weird, a weird, weird place. I, I've, I've seen the, the shirt in question. does not look like a Pikachu, but... I will say, was this guy wearing glasses? Uh, I think he was. Oh, okay. Because I was say, if he had poor vision, like, because the shirt was, was it yellow and purple? Uh, it's Hers is almost entirely purple, but the undershirt of uh, Joker is kind of yellowish or kind of yellowy green. Yellow green. Yeah. yeah. So it was like I, that. I, I could see, because like, I was trying to see it. So maybe if he had bad eyes and it was like kind of like a blurry shape. I could almost see it, but... His was at least, like, a rectangle. I mean, the shirt was a rectangle, the yellow-green part. Mine was, like, a red and yellow person surrounded by yellow lightning. So that's why I thought he was talking about me, but... All right, whatever, weird guy. Uh, We planned to go to a place called Delicios Mexicanos Ice Cream Os. I don't know. Something like that. But we had to put that off until this coming weekend, which has already happened when it's posted. Which they make homemade Mexican ice cream or something. And it sounds delicious. I didn't even know it existed in town until, like, I think a couple months ago, I Googled something, about, I think on Yelp, like local Fort Smith eateries, just in case, like, to prepare for next time that you, Brian, are in town. Because uh, we, because yeah, we, you and I, went to, like, local stuff, like your local Waffle House, even though it's not, like, a only local thing. Ours is gone now, so I guess it still counts. But we know it's stuff that uh, we don't have here, and so you need the same thing. Uh, let's see, what else did we do? We went to see my mom afterwards, and we got uh, cookie cake. Cookie cake was delicious. And uh, I, I mean, I talked before about how much I love cookie cake, so that really does make sense. Uh, we went to Toys R Us at some point, checked out 
some games, got a couple, got an updated Scattergories. Scattergories is great. I'll talk about that on a future podcast at its own happy hour. I got a game cr- called Chronology, which is cool and learning is fun. And then my sister had some uh, chat time with her boyfriend, Carlos, and then she came back over here and Brian Skyped in. And we played some board games together. We played some Bladder Smash. We played some Scattergories. It's true. It's a good one. It was good what was, fun. What was that other game that I didn't like? Geek Out Pop Culture Edition? Yeah, Pop Culture Edition. That one's hard. I like Geek Out Classic. I, like I like The one thing I've learned from playing Geek Out Pop Culture Edition is that my grasp on popular culture is not what I thought it was. No, my pop culture grasp is equivalent to Geek Out Classic. Yeah, I guess, I guess, I don't know, I, it feels weird then at some point you just have to like draw a line between like geek culture and popular culture, although at this point in time, like geek culture is pop popular culture, I don't know, it's a that's, weird distinction to make. But yeah, pop culture edition was pretty hard, I thought, I'm not good at it, I got it mostly for people who wouldn't play geek out regular with me, but I read there is a rule that I noticed too late. You can play with both decks, and on your turn, you can decide which one you want to do. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, so you can mix it up with people who don't know geeky stuff, but might know, like, songs by Beyonce, or authors who start with the letter P, or movies oh. with submarines. Authors that start with the letter P. Patterson, comma, James. Yep. That's it. That's Do- all I got. Dr. Poose. Oh, yes, Dr. Poose. Uh... Stephen Ping. Yeah, yeah Stephen Ping. Mm-hmm. He, he's a popular one. Stephanie Pyre. Right, right. Charles Pickens. Oh, yeah, I love Charles Pickens. And William Pakespeare. Right, right. They'll still count as books, even though they're plays. Ah, you're right. I don't know. I'm, not, I'm no literary expert, Ben. I'll say no. All right. Well, I guess that's, I mean, that's what I did for my birthday. It was really fun. I will tell the events of the day before my birthday in the next segment. So okay. hang on to your pants, everybody. It's a crazy oh, one. Cliffhanger. All right. Cool. <laughs> sounds like a, sounds like an embarrassment of birthday riches. It was fun. But I noticed you did, like, I saw a lot of teasing going on uh, Facebook and Twitter uh, about the idea of you either seeing San Andreas or Mad Max. You saw neither. Does that tie into your Bummer Patrol? Uh, no, no, n- not not directly. That was the plan at first, but then plans got changed with times and situations. And so we're holding off on seeing that until I think next weekend. Which one did you settle on? Uh, almost everybody said uh, Mad Max. The ones that mentioned San Andreas said to watch both. So okay. <laughs> Mad Max. Okay. I mean, uh, to be fair, though, you were kind of asking pre or right on the eve of San Andreas's release. That's but, true. Uh, I, I haven't seen it yet, but man, Mad Max is a beautifully insane movie. I can't. I I I I, I have to kind of like hold back because I don't want to set unrealistic expectations. But okay, it's a masterpiece, Ben. Oh, I am excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <clears throat> so my uh, happy hour. Is I've got a new uh, I have a new novel that I picked up this week. It's the new Stephen King. Oh, the I'm new Stephen our... King novel. Mm-hmm, the new Stephen King mo- uh, novel. Novel. Uh, novel. <laughs> the new Stephen King novel. Uh, 
No, no. It's the new Stephen King. I'm showing it to the camera so our podcast listeners can oh, see it. Oh, all the ones who subscribe to Happy Cast Pro, who can see the vid stream of the podcast. <laughs> who, who, who pay the uh, the $90 a week fee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So far, it's just one person. It's just yeah. Chad Snyder. That's it. And he's here today, so. Yeah, <laughs> that's um, a waste of money. I don't know, how, how can he afford that on jailhouse salary? That's a good question. I don't know. We get we can ask him after the show. We can get right. a little one on one time yeah. or two on one time. Do we have to? Uh, we probably should. We should put in an appearance. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, I have uh, this book just came out today, but I've been reading it for the past several days. Because you are a filthy thief. <laughs> no, I'm not a thief. Uh, without without uh, revealing too many specific details, I will say that I have. Uh, come up with a way of acquiring uh, books uh, roughly a week before their street release. I've, I've, I know some people. I, I pay. I pay money for them. <laughs> I pay full retail price. I could wait until release day and pay Amazon less money to get it, but I don't know. Just the the the, the idea of getting it before anybody else is just too sweet. So I, I'll pay the extra money. Are you traveling to Hong Kong and buying it off the street there? No, no, this is a local deal, man. Oh. Or, 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 maybe not too local. I don't know. <laughs> Let's be vague, as vague as possible. You use your pre-existing connections with James in the homeless network down there. That's right. And they sneak yeah. some out, and you pay him for the book. Like, hey, man, these books fell off a truck downtown. And you meet him behind the local Waffle House. Yep. Or, or maybe that's why you were at the aquarium the other day. That's where your drop spot is. That is the day I picked it up, so could have oh, been. Oh, I didn't know that. See? Okay. I am uncovering all of your web of lies. But, uh, you know, if I don't not, know. If, sorry. If web of lies is not already, it needs to be some kind of thriller novel about the internet. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Maybe we could write it. Let's we need do that. A, we need a pen name, a shared pen name. Stephen Ping. Stephen Ping. <laughs> hmm. Yes. <laughs> Brim Brian Bappycast. We'll we'll definitely have to workshop this a little bit yeah, later on. That that's not good. But uh, I don't know. I, I'm sure I'm sure people are capable of getting their hands on books before their release date. But it's a new thing that I've recently discovered that I only take advantage of like twice a year when there's a new Stephen King book. Yeah, twice a year. He really does shoot those things out. He does do two. He does one every six months. It's insane. Wow. So is it good? Is it what's it about vaguely? I okay, okay. Here's the thing. I'm enjoying my time with it so far. It is a sequel to the uh, thriller he wrote last year called Mr. Mercedes. It's um, it's kind of a depart a departure for him. Uh, it's kind of a straight thriller, something kind of new from him. But uh, wait, have you said what it's called I yet? The, the new book? Yeah. The new book's called Finders Keepers. Oh, I wasn't sure if you said it or if you just showed me. I did not. I just I held it up to the camera. <laughs> I thought that was good enough. No one knows what this book is until just now. It's very mysterious. Uh, okay. I'm not very far in. I'm getting the impression so far that I th I'm pretty sure the first third of this book is all set up with new characters and that the... Uh, established character heroes from the previous book don't show up until like 
150 page pages in. That's what I'm starting oh. to think, which is an uh, interesting choice. That's fine. Oh, that's kind of cool. It, it's like it's like you know uh, the new stuff's good, but it's like going to a party to catch up with an old friend and they don't show up for two hours. That's what it feels like. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. I can see that. Maybe it'll it'll grow. But uh, I, you know, I'm not here to talk about specifics of the book, Ben. Uh, it's about it's about it's about a aging uh, author. Uh, you know, it's interesting. Mm, weird. I don't know where he got the idea for that, but. Uh... <laughs> Is he held hostage in a cabin by a fan? Are his characters coming to life? It is uh, misery-esque. All right, because sure. he's done both of those before. Uh, there, it does look like there is a book called Web of Lies. Okay. Whoop. And there's also a TV show that just started playing on my phone. <laughs> called Web of Lies? Yeah. Uh, I cannot find really what that's about. It's on Investigation Discovery. Yeah, there's Web of Lies, My Life with a Narcissist. There's a children's book called Web of Lies. There's a domestic horror book or something. Oh, hmm. sounds terrible. Yeah, but ours would be the best one. Okay. We can get it off the ground, man. About aging writer who uses the internet <laughs> to write fan fiction about Happy uh, Cast. He writes fan fiction. Uh, he publishes fan fiction online based on his own novels. He's writing his own fan fiction. <laughs> oh, yeah. There we go. And he's lying about it. So that's the web of lies. That's, that's the web of lies, yeah. There I don't know what the plot is after that. We just know <laughs> how it starts. <laughs> yeah, we have, we have like the first five pages. So. so everyone, check out that book when it comes out next week. Next week. Yeah, it'll take us about a week to knock that thing out, right? Yeah, that's how Stephen King writes. But I guess uh, the thing I really like about this, and this is like a weird personal cork of mine is I, I like getting my hands on the new thing as soon as possible and then just consuming it uh so i can kind of experience it in a vacuum oh because I, I don't i don't want to have a popular opinion sway my personal experience with a thing if that makes sense that does make sense i whenever i play some kind of new game i try to not read any reviews about it so i won't in advance be like oh man it's so glitchy or oh it's amazing Exactly, yeah. So, or because it, it could it could kind of burn you both ways. Like it'll set yeah. the bar too high, and you go and like this is gonna be the best thing ever, and then it'll like fail to meet your unrealistic expectation. Or I don't know, it, it's weird. It's also why I go see movies like the first showing available on Thursday nights. Uh, well, sometimes a lot of people get bummed out about stuff for the same reason that you would like that kind of thing, and so you can see mm. negative reviews about it because of that. That's true. I have that problem with video games a lot of times. People are like, oh, I hated this, this, and this. I'm like, I love this, this, and this. <laughs> yeah. Like, we like we, we have the same opinion, but arrived at different conclusions, pretty much. Yeah. Sounds like. Because, you know, once something's been out for a while, there's kind of like a, like a set... Uh, like a set verdict, like a critical verdict where, like, I'll, like if anytime I pick up, like, an old Stephen King book, I can get the sense, like, this is one of his... Uh, lesser liked books. So yeah, well that's different for me with Carrie. A lot of people love Carrie. I very much dislike Carrie. See, maybe maybe it set the bar too high for you, man. I don't know. Well, I read some of the other ones previously, so I think I was expecting that level of good. I mean, this was his first one, so it mm. was just okay. I dig it, man. I dig it. It's kind of like what I've actually been tweeting with the day we're recording with old Revenant Joe of Simon's Cake Podcast, because I've been listening to one of their episodes recently about uh, the Assassin's Creed games, and two of them very much did not like the first game. Mm -hmm. And I don't blame them now, 
but I also played the first game pretty early on where it's clunky and it's, it feels really horrible now, but back then it blew my mind with how much there was to do and how new it was. But now they've done good versions of it. And so if you just look at the series as a whole, you'll think, wow, that first game is terrible. But if that's the first game you've ever, you're ever introduced to, you'll think it's amazing. Huh. I, did, I didn't know I didn't know you uh, liked that first Assassin's Creed game. Well, I... Towards time. Well, I, I kind of like post didn't like it because I played two almost right after, but I had barely even heard of the first one. Okay. And so I played the first one like, wow, okay, well, I was having fun with it, but it was a little boring and repetitive, but still it blew my mind what I could do in a video game that I, I couldn't do this in most other video, video games before this. And then... Uh, two came out and was amazing, and I tried to play one again, and it was it was just not good anymore. Okay, okay. But anyone that comes to the series late, they already know what the games are supposed to be and how good they're supposed to be. So the first one is very disappointing compared to games that we have now. Hmm. Okay, I, I get that. For me, I uh, like I rented it like week of release, and I couldn't get into it. But it's yeah. just my thing I, in fact i played a little bit of all those games but the only ones i finished were uh two brotherhood and revelation the Ezio. oh that's the best tr- that's the best series or part anything, series part nah, anything beyond that just never it never really hooked me the way i wanted but uh yeah exactly that's uh that's uh you know now any i don't know i wonder how how that would affect it because now that first one's kind of looked down upon, so maybe if somebody's going into it expecting an unplayable mess, they're like, oh, it's oh. kind of functional. Yeah, that, that may be true. Who knows? Anyway, that uh, concludes my happy hour. I do have Assassin's a little... Creed. Happy hour. Yeah, I love the Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Big time fan forever. BFFF. Uh, I will mention, just, just briefly, like a little co-happy hour here, Ooh. that... I, I, you know, this could go happy hour bummer patrol. I'll update it uh, after it's actually occurred. But I have been officially summoned for jury duty. Ooh, summoned to ghost judge? I think it's just a human judge, normal, normal judge. We shouldn't use the word summon then. Uh, that's what the, the summons had the word summon on it. So yeah, I'm just I'm using I'm using their language. But no, uh, no hints on the case. Uh, no. Well, I mean, uh, from my loose understanding of it i'm in a, a jury pool i'm gonna show up and then they're gonna assemble several juries and i might not get on one jurors assemble exactly like <laughs> just like the avengers oh what man well i think you're allowed to talk about it after the court case happens right is that how it works it's not during i think so i don't know they'll explain it to me i if i will share any possible insights into the process or the experience after the fact i i hope i hope that i get picked yeah, try your best to look as impartial as possible. Exactly. I'm going to I'm going to go in, I'm going to try to tell them what they want to hear. I don't know. Yeah, uh, don't tell them that you do a podcast. That might go negatively. I don't know. Maybe. Mm. Actually, I wonder if that would affect anything. It might. Like, oh, no, you might talk about the case later. And yeah, don't talk about how much you dislike been. criminals. I'm a big criminal fan. Yeah, see that one's fine then. You can you can talk about how much okay. you love criminals. It's a good idea while we're here anyway. Exactly. We are pro crime. <laughs> with all right, with that, with that established, we'll take a quick break and we'll pick it up with Bummer Patrol. Good evening, everybody. Get ready to play America's favorite podcast game show. It's time for this or that. Woohoo! 
Ah, I shouldn't be cheering. Now I am the host again this week. We did it just last week, but we're doing it again. Brian, you will have to choose between two topics, and I will give you a bunch two of options. Two topics. I'll take pepperoni and mushrooms. All right, well, sorry, we're all out of mushrooms and pepperoni. There's no pizza. I'll give you oh. two topics. The two this week are a one-word movie about prisons, according to the Wikipedia page I have, or a celebrity fragrance. Okay, like I'll, a perfume or a cologne? Uh, yes. I will give you okay. 11 of these. You'll have to say if it's the movie or if it's the fragrance. Okay. Prison movie or fragrance. Okay, I think, yeah. I, I, think I can do this one. All right, and start the timer. Heat. Uh, well, Heat is a Michael Mann heist film, so I'm going to say film. I, but there's no prison in Heat. Exactly. So I, perfume. Uh, <laughs> there are movies called Chained Heat, and I think White Heat are both prison movies, but not Heat. Uh, see, that's the problem with a lot of these. A lot of them are movies, but without prisons. Uh, mm, okay. Undisputed. Undisputed is a film that I think is about boxing, so I'm going to go Fragrance. It's a movie. <laughs> is it? Is it about prison? According to the Wikipedia list about prisons, yes. Okay. Uh, unforgivable. Okay. That is... That sounds like a like a like a low budget knockoff of Unforgiven, Clint Eastwood's classic film, but it's also a weird name for a fragrance. Like, who would wear like I'm wearing Calvin Klein's Unforgivable? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go movie. Uh, it is a fragrance. It's a terrible name for a fragrance. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, I will look up whose it is afterwards. Uh, drive. Okay. There's a drive film <laughs> that I that I'm a big fan of. It's very minimalist, not for everyone. Uh, but it's not the only movie called. I think there's another earlier movie called Drive that came out in the like 70s. So I'm gonna go movie. Perfume. Oh, okay. Uh, Papillon. Um, it's, fragrance. It's a movie. It is French for butterfly. Okay. Whale. Fragrance. Yes, that's actually John Hodgman's fragrance. Who's? John Hodgman. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's his, it's his fragrance. Uh, Lilies. It's got to be a fragrance. That's a movie. Mm, a prison movie? Yeah, prison movie. Malefique. Uh, you're, you're saying some kind of weird foreign word, so I'm going to go fragrance. That's a movie again. I think it's a French movie or something. Marquis. Fragrance. Movie, I assume about the Marquis de Sade when he was in prison. Mm. Uh, Pulse. Sounds like, a, sounds like a great name for a prison break thriller. It's a perfume. It's also a movie that's not about prison, but that has Ian Somerhalder in it. About, like, oh. ghost cell phones or something. I don't remember. <laughs> ghost cell phones? <laughs> something like that. Like, do they have their own network? <laughs> they might. The ghost network. Boo TV. Rise. Not Arise, just Rise. Oh, just Rise. That's what's going Arise. And not like multiple right. breads. Mm, okay, okay. Or like standing up. Not Rise. Um, I'm going to go Fragrance. Yes, Fragrance. Ah, oh, time is up. Now we can go over a couple of these if you want to know what is up with all of this. 
Uh, who, uh, the, who, I don't know whose fragrance. You said they're celebrity fragrances, so. Yes. You were confused. Uh, was it Unforgivable? Unforgivable, yeah. Unforgivable looks like it is Sean Combs' fragrance. Oh, P. Diddy? Uh, yeah, I think so. That's him, Puff, right? Puff, Puff Diddy? Puff, Sean, Puff Daddy. Sean Puffy? Yeah, yeah, Puff Daddy Diddy. Yeah, he, his was Unforgivable. Uh, huh. Let's see, Heat? There are a bunch of these on here. Perf uh, I, I, there were a bunch of weird ones on here. I skipped ones like Christina Aguilera is the name of the stuff by Christina the Aguilera. Yeah, she had one called Unforgettable that I almost picked. Antonio, Antonio Banderas has a bunch I didn't pick. I didn't go with Intimately Beckham. Heat, Pulse, and Rise are all Beyonce fragrances. Oh, so she's got a full line. Yeah. I just picked all of hers because they were good and all sound like prison movies. Uninhibited. I can't mention what that one's called. That one's bad. There, there are some really weird ones in here. Huh. I felt like I missed most of those. What I, got, I like, think you did. I think you have like two or three points. It's very, it's very un, unofficial scorekeeping. Well, there, I could tell enough that most of them are wrong. I did not go with Bruce Willis's fragrance, which was named Bruce Willis. No. Do you want to smell like Bruce Willis, Brian? Absolutely. I don't see who wouldn't want to smell like Bruce Willis. Well, then buy his fragrance. smells like. Well, I guess that's all for this show. Check it out again next time we do it. Welcome to the Bummer Patrol, Bum. in which we. T what? Wait, what? <laughs> I, I was just trying to give a little little sound you, you, of the word bum. <laughs> you just said the word bum. I'm not British, so it's not a curse word. Yeah, it plays it plays far differently over there. Like how we can say bloody, but there it's equivalent of saying boop. Oh yes, uh, I always get in trouble for saying boop. Yeah. Um, at my parents' house. But uh, Bummer Patrol, part of the show, we're talking about what's got us feeling uh, feeling a bit down. So what's your uh, Bummer Patrol? Well, uh, so my birthday was on Sunday of last week, not yesterday. Well, the day before that, which is Saturday, we tried mm -hmm. to have like a pre-birthday celebration. And so my sister came over again. Well, I guess not again yet because it's the first time. And we played some games again for the first time. I've got the uh, actual birthday. We played Ticket to Ride, which I haven't played in a long time, and it was still fun. Oh, love it. Love that game. I like the iPhone version. Oh, yeah, that is pretty fun. It's very, very, very clean and to the point. But okay, so your your Bumper Patrol is like a prequel to your Happy Hour. Yeah, but since it's in this order, I had to do it this order. Uh, when I played Ticket to Ride, I took over the entire West Coast and had to make my way to Montreal by crossing diagonally across the Midwest. Ah. That's not my happy hour bum patrol. That was just really fun to do. No one had California but me. Well, uh, so we went to KFC for lunch, and it was actually disappointing because usually it's only disappointing when it's getting close to close. But we got it like right around five o'clock. That's the dinner rush. It was a mm -hmm. Saturday. I assumed it would be hot and fresh. 
Instead, we got ones that tasted almost entirely of breading and very little chicken. Oh. And uh, my dessert plans got thwarted. I was going to get a double chocolate chip cake there as like a birthday thing. They were out and only had red velvet. Uh, Such a disappointment. They're like, do you want red velvet? And then was like, no. Who, not, a, not a red velvet fan? It can be okay if I have one slice. I don't want an entire cake that's red velvet. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan either. But I, I can eat a slice if it's there. That's okay. It's not like my issues with steak or hamburgers, but yeah. And then, so uh, later on that night, Caitlin came over, then Caitlin left. And I was like, oh, yeah, I have a thing in the in my email that lets me get one free cookie slice from Great American Cookie if we get a regular soda. And so we, were, we went to the mall and tried to get it. They were all out of cookie cake slices at Great American Cookie. Mm. Kind of seems like their whole thing. Yeah, that was the warning number two. I didn't mention it was my birthday. Maybe there was some kind of, like, contingency plan. Oh, yeah, the birthday contingency plan. Yeah, I, that'd be a cool movie, too. <laughs> the birthday contingency starring Jason Statham. Yeah, and Sylvester Stallone. Of course. That's not that they they're, probably do that. They're good pals. Yeah, well, they are in Expendables. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, so that that was thwarting number two. So instead, we went to Hot Topic, and they had a two buy two get one free candy deal. And we went to Candy Craze because I never go in that candy store ever. I thought it's it's almost my birthday; it's worth going in there. Bought a whole bunch of gummies and jelly beans. Of course, now I don't remember what the flavors are of the jelly beans, so that kind of backfired a little bit. But I didn't get any gross they're, ones. They're all licorice. Oh, I, I skipped everything licorice. Uh, I know. I think one night. No, we went to Toys R Us. I saw a thing of licorice that they had for sale. They had Dr. Pepper licorice. It... Mm, I'm torn. I'm torn, Ben. Love Dr. Pepper, but licorice is almost literally my least favorite food. The flavor or like the food texture? Stuff. The flavor and the texture. Well, the flavor of this was Dr. Pepper. It tasted just like Dr. Pepper, except it was solid, and it was weird like that. I think the best way to have used it would be to use it as a straw to drink more Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have any, so I just that ate them. And it was kind of off-putting. I like the idea of a Dr. Pepper straw for Dr. Pepper. It's like if you were able to craft a cake fork for eating cake. Yeah, made oh a fork made out of cake that would be amazing. And uh, may, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I was trying. I had an idea for a second, but it it wasn't good. It wasn't going to go anywhere. Uh, and then we took my sister back home later that night, and decided to go buy Taco Bell. It's Saturday. They're open late. I can probably get some empanadas for dessert. Oh, they closed at 2 p.m. on a Saturday, which I thought they were open till at least 3, but all the Taco Bells in town were closed, so I was triple thwarted on my quest for dessert. They closed at 2 p.m.? Yeah. That's weird. I was so why disappointed. Would they, why would they close so early on a Saturday? They're only open till 1 on a weekday. Oh. 1 a.m.? 1 a.m., yeah. Oh, I thought you said they closed at 2 p.m. Oh, that'd be... What? They just just shut it down. No lunch today. I hope you guys enjoyed that Taco Bell breakfast. No, they closed at 2 a.m. when we took my sister back. Ah. ah, But still, I thought they were open until at least 3, and we were thwarted again. Uh, One mini happy hour. As we passed by a stoplight near a Walmart, on the way back from dropping off my sister, there was suddenly a truck that crashed into it, probably a drunk driver that late on Saturday to crash on an empty street into a uh, traffic light pole. 
That's oh. terrible. Well, we you missed say it. this is a bonus happy hour? No, no, happy hour because we missed it. On the way oh. there, there was nothing. On the way back, the fire truck was already there trying to get the – I mean, okay. the guy seemed fine. He wasn't, like, dead or anything. But the front – the hood was all bent and everything, and fender. The traffic light was totally okay. But happy hour that somehow we went in the little window right before he showed up because he could have killed us all. Sure. Probably injured. Eh, probably not going that fast starting at it oh hopefully he was stopped at the stoplight who knows he might not have been and you you highly suspect he was under the influence i assume so because i guess he could have been sleepy too but that's also not good that's true it was a road at 2 a.m in the morning because that's when a.m is that was redundant and repetitive i'm a big fan of 2 a.m in the afternoon oh that's the best kind well there is a song by a panic at the disco called nine in the afternoon that doesn't really make sense because you can't either way, but still. Impossible. But yeah, there was an empty street really late at night. It's like a four-lane road, and he hit the pole. So yeah, so my bum patrol was the day before my birthday when I got triple thwarted for dessert. No dessert for your pre-birthday. Yeah. But Zaxby brownies the next day were pretty good. Okay, and so that so kind of counterbalanced. And the bag of candy we got, that was pretty good. We still have a piece of the candy, and uh, oh, I can't get it out right now. We got a snake that is probably one or two feet long, a gummy mm-hmm. snake. It. Oh. We haven't eaten it yet because I'm still so impressed by it. But I wanted to buy the giant gummy bear, but then I realized I'd have to probably get a knife out and like cut slices like I'm carving a turkey. <sighs> That'd be cool, carving the gummy bear. Yeah, classic we, we family tradition. When we're down there, we'll get a, a gummy bear for the car, and we'll just cut it up while on a road trip. I call the wishbone. What part of a uh, bear? I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm shoving a wishbone inside this gummy ju- uh, gummy bear. <laughs> Why would you want to put bones in a gummy bear? That'd make it creepy. Like it used to be uh, a real yeah, bear. Yeah. That's true. Uh, just to go back a little bit. This this nine at nine in the afternoon. How late in the day can still be considered afternoon? You get eight in the afternoon. Eight still e- evening. Seven feels like it's evening six feels like it's on the border like six in the afternoon or is that i think afternoon has to be close to noon so usually somewhere between one two and three is what i consider afternoon somewhere in there really what about like four and five well technically 11 a.m is still afternoon no 11 a.m is pre-noon well it's but it's also after a noon but you know if we're if we're looking at each day on its own what about midnight a midnight start of a new day. That's a fresh start. All right. According to when I Googled when is afternoon, the time occurring between noon and evening. Okay. When does evening officially begin then? I say six. Evening, it's, it six says o'clock. Afternoon ends is dependent on when after, when evening begins. I guess it depends on sunset. Does that make sense? I guess so. Is when the sunset starts when afternoon happens? When that's, I think that's when evening begins. Okay, this is so weird having such vague stuff like this. Evening is between afternoon and night. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's subjective, but it's typically understood to begin begin when the temperature has noticeably fallen and other accompanying weather changes have occurred, such as increased wind speed and changing cloud types and sky color, and lasts until an hour after sunset. Okay. When okay. maximum darkness has been reached. I would also play... Or, read a book called Maximum Darkness. It's got to exist. Oh, this is so weird. Okay. 
All right, sorry, sorry to send us down this rabbit hole, but you know, noon used to be three p.m. No, when? Uh, a period of transition between the twelfth to fourteenth centuries. So before huh. then, noon was three p.m. They called that noon. Then you had midnight, and you had noon. Or you had twelve. Was and, was, and mid, was midnight like three a.m.? Oh, I wonder. Well, that makes sense sometimes, but I don't know. That's super weird. So hey, you guys learn stuff about afternoons. Yep, we're really earning that educational tag in iTunes. Oh yeah, I'll, did I take that off? I can't remember. Mm. Put it back. So, yeah. So what is we're... what is your bummer patrol? My bummer patrol is it's uh, late May, early June, and we're at that time uh, where the television season has ended. And we've got the long stretch of summer before shows come back in September, October in there. Uh, but this year in particular, there have been uh, a lot of shows ending with uh, series finales. A lot of my favorite shows have come to an end over the past few months. And there's a void, Ben. There's a serious television void in my life. Uh, what are you going to watch? I don't know. I don't know. Just over the past few months, we've seen the end of Parks and Recreation. Yeah. Uh, Justified, Mad Men, and last night is the what? What I feel like it's safe to assume would be the series finale of Community. Oh. And so, well, I guess you, you uh, you're either gonna have to find some new shows to watch, mm-hmm. or now is the time to catch up on old shows. That's true. I mean. But I've kind of talked about this uh, a little bit in the past. I, I do like the week-to-week pacing of, of watching a show as it airs. You can still do that. Just watch it on your own week-to-week. I don't I don't have the self-discipline. I'll just binge it all. It'll be like a long weekend. Yeah, but now there are shows you're never going to watch because they're not going to air again on TV. I don't know. It's just, you know, all these shows are, are, are things that I've been watching for, for you know, several years. So it feels feels weird to have them all kind of end at once. But I will say that a solid uh, series finale, if it just really ends on just the right note, it can it can uh, make it a little bit easier. That's true. I th- uh, can't talk, I can't talk about this yet. But the show I've been recently been watching, I thought ended mm-hmm. very well. Okay, all right. You'll hear about that next segment. Cool, cool. Uh, Justified, it's a great finale in my opinion, and. I know you haven't seen Community. I will just say I was, I was a fan. I was a fan of the last episode. Ah, oh, good. I, I'm excited about that. It was a perfect representation of everything I loved about the show. It was it was cool, weird, but also sincere. It uh, really, really, really one of the uh, best episodes I think they've done. And then, uh, you know, also we have Letterman just retired, and then uh, Jon Stewart's leaving The Daily Show soon. Oh, yeah. So that's, it just feels like a weird... What's happening? I don't know. Television's ending, Ben. <laughs> Getting out <laughs> while no they more, can. There's no more TV. But, Ed, now you can catch up on Arrow and Flash. Sure. You could try Once Upon a Time. I hear it's good. Somebody told me that once. Uh, Fizzbiz agrees. Okay, okay. I trust her opinion. More than mine? I didn't, hey, I'm, I, I, you know, just because I elevated her opinion on television, I, well, <laughs> I'm not trying to put yours down, Ben. Uh, uh, well, you're... but it, if you're putting one person above mine, I'm technically going down the list by at least one. I'm not, put, I'm not putting her above you. But is she below me? I will say that she 
if I recall correctly, I could be wrong, I feel like she was the one that recommended your Netflix pick to the both of us. Oh, I th- that might be true. She has recommended a lot of shows that I've liked to me, mm-hmm. and I've hoped so to do you, the same. Would you say that she has an excellent uh, television taste? I think she has almost the exact same taste as I do. Okay, see, there you go. That's why Except mine I is slightly respect... better. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. Just because well, I, I mean, there, there's no way you don't get two first places. Yeah, so it could be like co-gold, co-gold medals. Has that Cold ever happened? Medalist in the history of Olympics. Write in and let us know. <laughs> Olympic <laughs> historians. <laughs> we have tons of those to listen to our show. It's our prime demographic, really. Ah, uh, but. Yeah, well, I know she recommended Psych to me, and I gave it a second chance because of that, because I did not really like the first couple episodes when I first saw it, because I was expecting mm-hmm. something like Monk, because that's what was on at the same time, I think. I think it usually aired Monk and then Psych. They're tonally similar. For some reason, I just didn't like Psych. I think it's because I didn't like Sean Spencer, because mm-hmm. he he's a very, oh, I mean, characters, other characters don't like him at all, for the most part, because yeah. mm-hmm. he's a jerk. But he's like he's, he's he like a roguish lovable. charm. Yeah, I didn't like him at first because of that it might have been the pilot where he is a lot less roguish, but he's still charming. I mean, no, not okay. less roguish, but more I guess too roguish <laughs> maybe. Okay. He he seems. I, I I do think looking back to those early episodes of of Psych, he seems a bit more uh, criminal. I would say. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't like it at first, but then I started to like it. Yep. It's all thanks to Fizzbiz. And she also watches Arrow and Flash. She also agrees that the first season isn't really the best, but it starts to get better as it goes. Well, then I'll have to give it a shot then. Uh, at least you're most of the way through the worst part, and it's already on its way up from where you are. But, uh, yeah, so uh, all your show's ending? All my shows are ending. Also, man, they're, they're remaking Point Break, Ben. They put a trailer out. It looks awful. I don't have anything else to say about it. It just <laughs> seems like a bad choice. What's it about, the original? Uh, oh, Point Break, Ben. Point Break is a beautiful movie. It's it's the Fast and Furious of its day. What? Pretty much the Fast and the Furious is a remake of Point Break. Now I have to watch it. or I'm not, I feel like I, I won't get the entire experience. Uh, the Fast and Furious experience. Yeah. Point Break is like the it's like the Fast and Furious precursor. Uh, definitely, if you check it out, you let me know if you see the similarities. I'm sure I'm okay. sure they'll be apparent. I will check that out. Have you noticed that in Starring... the first Fast and the Furious movie, they're stealing TV VCR combos? I thought I thought they were DVD players. Oh, I feel like they were old. They might also be DVD players, but I'll, I'll have to look that up. Sorry, who is it? Star. The Fast and the Furious? Oh, no. The... Vin Diesel. <laughs> I know those people. Oh, point break. Uh, it's Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves. Oh, I don't know. It's, oh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot that you really hate Keanu Reeves. Well, it's just bad experiences in the past. Like he had, like, bad personal ex- interaction with <laughs> oh, Keanu yeah, Reeves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he didn't like tip he me well. he snubbed you at a restaurant. Oh, yeah, it looks like it is TV, VCR combos, Panasonic, and they look really small. I feel like Keanu Reeves probably tips well. Uh, Yeah, I I heard he is a really nice guy, actually, in person. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. I'm glad. I'm glad that we've settled uh, what kind of guy Keanu Reeves is. No, no, yeah, I I keep hearing, like, he, I think, donated almost all of his money. 
For some reason, I thought you were going to say blood. Like, he donated <laughs> almost all of his blood. He, he, he donated a real bad for a spot. Long time. He got so many cookies, though, because of it. Mm. I found an article called True Story of Sad Keanu and Why He is the Nicest Guy in Hollywood. Okay, cool. So, yeah, good, hey, good news. He's a good person. Oh, this is sad. I'm glad. What? <laughs> no. Okay, well let's not let's not bring the show down you don't with want, your yeah. sad Keanu news. Well, you don't want sad prisoners. No, no, of course not. Got to keep uh, got to keep morale high. Yeah. So let's move forward to Netflix picks. Let's all go to the Netflix. Let's all go to the Netflix. Let's all go to the Netflix to get ourselves a treat. Netflix Picks is the part of the show where we share our Netflix recommendations to you, the listener. Yes, we do. If so ben, you have Netflix. What, uh, what have you been watching? I'm sure prisoners have Netflix. Oh, I know the other listeners, the ones that have to listen to this, not live version. Okay. So we recommend, okay, we recommend this content that's available on Netflix, but in most cases is not exclusive to Netflix. Yes, yes. But sometimes it is. Yeah, and sometimes you might have Netflix in a different country, but still don't have it because that's how Netflix works, weirdly. That's true. I hear Canadian Netflix is a real bummer. Yeah. All right, well, my Netflix picks this week's is uh, Chuck's. Chuck, just Chuck. Oh, Chuck. Oh, Chuck. Uh, yes, well, you said, and I guess it's probably true, uh, recommended to me by FizzBiz, Back in the day when she was ICLTN. Mm-hmm. I remember her recommending that in the C-Box, I think, because... And this is... like I was, like, uh, younger and more uh, reckless with my money, I guess. <laughs> I remember her recommending it, and then later that night being at the store and seeing it on DVD, like, I'll buy this. I hear it's good. So oh, that wow. was a real risky move on my part. Yeah, you don't still do that, right? You don't randomly buy things that you hear are good, but now it's Amazon? Um, I, I do, I, I do a little more research now. Okay. All right. Well, so, all right. This show is about the equivalent of a Best Buy called a Buy More. And they have an equivalent of the Geek Squad called the Nerd Herd. And a guy who works at the Nerd Herd is named Chuck. It's just about his daily life working at the Buy More. So, so it's a real slice of life, a real down to earth, uh, dramedy. Until what? his college roommate, who uh, got him, not fired, who got him kicked out of Stanford and stole his girlfriend, which is why he works at Buy More now, despite being like almost super geniusy sometimes, uh, sent him, or he, he's a spy, and sent him something called The Intersect, which is like a program that contains all of the government's secrets between the C, uh, not the CSI, between the CIA and the NSA. <laughs> And uh, between the CSI and the NCIS, <laughs> the SVU, <laughs> no, all the secrets of those government agencies combined are in this program. Then Chuck gets it, opens it, doesn't know what it is, and it gets uploaded into his brain. And then on, he can see, uh, he'll see like a person who's in the intersect somewhere. He'll have what is called a flash, where he suddenly knows all this information about him. And so, a CIA spy, Sarah Walker, and an NSA spy, John Casey have to well they, i mean you kind of need both people together or both uh 
departments together since it has both secrets. And they work together to try to help get the Intersect out of him and protect him because he's very, very much wanted by bad groups who would want all of you know the government's secrets available to them at any time. It, mm. It's a funny show. There's some really good action stuff. My favorite stuff is still any of the Buy More storylines. So maybe I would be okay with it if it was just that. Just the story of a guy working at the Buy More. Yeah. Cause, well, I liked all the characters there. I think they're really funny. Uh, I It's all on Netflix. Uh, there's one thing about the show. They, it always had very low ratings. And um, it, it seemed like they tried for an actual finale on seasons two, three, and four before they even got to five, <laughs> but it kept getting magically renewed. <clears throat> I can't tell you what happens, but they do some really th- they do some things that make it seem like there's, there's no way they can come back from this at this point, mm. and then they do. Yep, I remember. I remember those season finales having an unusual sense of finality. Yeah, like, I, that kind of ties everything up. And then the next year, it's like, oh, they uh, they they told us to make 13 more <laughs> of these. We gotta we gotta contrive a new a new reason to keep it going. Well, and they did pretty well. At least season two, three, and four, they still had a little tag at the end that set up the next season at least a little bit. Like I think as a just in case we get picked up, but we probably won't. Of course, then they did all the way to season five, which they knew was their last one. And it was it was a kind of weird season because they spent part of it trying to tie up all of the storylines as best as they could. And do, I think, what seemed like some of the ideas they had but never got around to. <laughs> so it felt a lot more disjointed. There was never one clear bad guy for most of that season. There's a bunch of different a ones. Lot of, a lot of uh, characters coming back. Uh, they did a lot did of that, that in season four. I think they were pretty okay. sure that was going to be their last. All right. That's uh, you know something I have mixed feelings about. When a, when a show comes to an end, sometimes you get kind of this sense of, of it being like a victory lap. Like, all right, we're going around, we're doing the same old things, everyone's coming back. Justified? Like, you lo- like Justified did it. Like, Justified almost... I almost didn't didn't go too far. There 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 is like a moment in like the penultimate justified where I'm like, okay, all right, you didn't have to. You, right, I get it. <laughs> yeah, that's that guy from before. I get it. Which one was that? This is the show ending. It was the hill people. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it was when yeah. It was when the hill people came back. Yeah, that was pretty stupid. <laughs> but uh, also the other show I finished recently, Mad Men. That one did it throughout the season. I but Mad Men, I feel like did that all the time anyway oh now they came back like a bunch of people for one last time of course they never did bring back kristen shawl pilot sal never came back oh yeah that was disappointing i really wanted to see what was going on with him or crazy man see they 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 showed some restraint there like there's some things that they could have done that they held back on they didn't bring back um orson welles looking dude i can't remember his maybe name. they just didn't want a hill people scenario with well, why are we bringing back back the crazy guy? What's his name? Michael something? I don't remember. Mike, Michael Scott. No, they just remember the crazy guy. They never brought him back. But, of course, they would have to find some way to bring him back. Bring back the guy who had his had his foot run over by the lawnmower. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, well, what if... Probably, yeah. probably the best part of the entire series. What about that guy that worked at Laramie Cigarettes? Lucky Strike. Oh, um... I can't remember the one that hits uh, on his guys. Junior, something Junior. Walter Junior. Yep, Walter Junior. All right. Well, Chuck, the actual finale when they knew they were ending, uh, they had some really sad episodes in the last season. Trying to get that stuff out of the way, it was really good. I thought in the finale, I th- 
was pretty much perfect. Everyone got some kind of moment. Or all the main characters. Uh, even the extras who you see every year working in the Bymore, they even get a moment, and some of the extras get to talk, which is kind of cool. Old curly head guy? Yeah, yeah, tall curly head guy and short curly head guy. Uh, they both got to even talk on screen. Although Tall had a couple times wow. when he was able to, to previously. Uh, no, they were all like, just talking like to other people. But they all got to talk and be important for some reason. Like Every character Chuck, got to. Did Chuck finally get his comeuppance? Did he have to pay the price? He paid the, pay the penance price. for his actions. He's still alive, though. I think. No. What? The end Spoilers is a bit. little bit ambiguous, but in a good way. Okay. I'm not opposed to ambiguous ending. I, I thought it, it wasn't like ambiguous, like, will he live or die? And the show ends. It, I, I like it. Without spoiling I like, everything. I like a somewhat open-ended. Yeah, it was like that. And I thought it was really good. It was a nice, happy ending. Some characters that had some really good moments. Uh, and I was like, yeah. I got excited. Jeffster got a comeback that season. That's the band formed by Jeff and Lester. That was really good. Every, everything was really good. So check that out. I, I I think I stopped on the final season, so I should probably finish that at some point. You should, so I can talk about the finale with you. It, it's yeah, it, they do some interesting things throughout the seasons, especially between a couple of the seasons. Some new significant plot points happen to make the story better. Mm. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So everybody, check out Chuck. Yes. So what have you been watching on Netflix, or what would you recommend on Netflix? Well, uh, I was scrolling through Netflix earlier today, trying to find a possible recommendation, and I noticed that uh, this must be a recent addition, because I try to stay on top of what's what's on the service, that the Colombian remake of Breaking Bad is now on Netflix in its entirety. Hmm, what is... Called me- Metastasis? Ah, is that yes, metastasis. pronunciation? But you, metastasis? But no, that's, but metastasis. You said it right the first time. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, that's what I've heard about it. It's like metastasized. Yeah, I heard. About I heard about doing it. it. It's so weird because they did it. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, they finished the whole thing. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Whoa. Like there, like there are sixty-two episodes of it, just like there's sixty-two episodes of Breaking Bad, and it shot for shot, it's a remake. Uh, like every episode has the same arc, from what I could tell. It's bizarre. Why couldn't the Colombians just watch our show? You know, I don't know, man. They wanted to make it more marketable. Yeah, but if you're going to do shot for shot. And it didn't look like, I mean, some of the shots weren't quite there. Like, you could tell, like, they're probably budget restrictions. Like, we couldn't get a crane for this elaborate shot. Mm. So we kind of tried to mimic it as best we could. So it's not in English, right? No, no, it's in Spanish. Can you subtitle it? Yeah, you can watch it with subtitles. I'd be interested in checking out some of the significant scenes from that show. Uh, that's what I did earlier. I jumped around, like, okay, watch the scene from the pilot, watch the end of the finale. Was that the same? The finale end? Uh, yeah, but the, that last shot, the rising shot, they, oh, couldn't, okay. they couldn't do that, but they did their best version of it. They that. could have had a guy on a chair, or like on a ladder, slowly lower the camera down on a string, <laughs> and then reverse that shot. And then reverse it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, they should have, yeah. I think you should go to Colombia and work on. Uh... I should be a Colombian filmmaker. <laughs> exactly, you can go um, work on the Colombian version of this podcast. Oh. We need to, we need to localize it. Happy Cast Ben and Brian. We need to 
you know, put it, make it Spanish language so it can sell it in Colombia. I thought I could at least work on the movie version of Web of Lies and the other book that we were going to yeah. write. I don't remember now. The uh, Maximum yeah, Darkness. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just make all those movies there in Colombia. Sure, you could be a, a notable Colombian filmmaker, I guess. But it's uh, super. It's really bizarre. It's I don't understand. I know that in America we take like big cultural things from other countries and then remake it needlessly too. But it's just Breaking Bad just seems so so big and so significant. Yeah. It's weird to see like a like a slightly less less well done version of it. Um, Is it? Oh, wait, 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 the last shot for shot remake that I know of, I have heard was terrible. Was Psycho, starring mm-hmm. Vince Vaughn. Okay, I haven't seen uh, either Psycho. Well, I heard the remake is really bad because it is just shot for shot, and they're not just you know, at least taking the story okay. and redoing it their own way. It's just the exact same thing, and so what's the point, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I don't know. This is like a weird curiosity. I don't think I'm gonna sit down and watch every episode of it. I kind of just scrolled around. But you're but, recommending uh, it. I'm recommend just like as a as a curiosity. I recommend any Breaking Bad fan just go like, like jump around and check out some key scenes. Oh, okay. Because you know, I would like to see what Colombian Jane looks like. I, I had to find Colombian Saul Goodman. Oh, how's Colombian Saul Goodman? Not not as flamboyant as I would have wanted. Oh, okay. You don't hear that word like enough in reference wanted? to no flamboyant. Flamboyant. That, that's a fun word, especially flamboyance. Which makes it sound like you should be floating at the same time. <laughs> oh, yeah, fl- flamboyancy. Yeah, I'm very flamboyant in the water. But yeah, he, did, he doesn't have the very colorful um, what? ties or anything. That's important, though. Did they at least get, how about the sets? How do the sets look? Good enough. Looks good enough. Are they like trying to be the same kind of set so the shots work the same? They're, they, you know, they're... they're it looks like they made it as close as they could. Oh, I just didn't know if it looked kind of weird seeing it like almost Walter White's house. Sorry, Walter Blanco. Walter Blanco, that's his name. So is it, is it, it's like eerily a little bit like his house, but something off about it? Or has at least the same layout? Yeah, I don't think I actually saw his house. Oh, okay. I got to check that out then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely look into it. It's, uh... Does Colombian Marie wear purple? I, I, I don't think I found her either. Yeah. Oh, you have to find those. I'm curious about not those. Not a big, not a, see. The, this is uh, this is your your homework. You can check out all of the Colombian Breaking Bad now on Netflix. I have one because... another question after you're done. Sorry. Okay. Oh, I was just gonna say that I find it really interesting that it aired in uh, Colombia over the span of like three months because it, it it was like a daily telenovela oh, thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> so they just filmed it all, <laughs> aired it over the course of a summer. It's like, that's it. That's our Breaking Bad. That is That would be crazy here. All right, so if ours has to do with Mexican cartels, who do Colombians have a car- cartel war with? Ah, it's good. It's a good question. I don't know. I, 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 I spent maybe 20 minutes just checking out my favorite scene, so I'm not sure... I did find uh, Colombian Gus. Oh, how was that? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Fifty percent correct. Sure, sure. All right. Well, anyone else have a Netflix pick? Uh, hey, I watched uh, half of a documentary on Netflix called Showrunners about the 
job of running television shows. It featured interviews with J.J. Abrams, Damon Lindelof, Joss Whedon, and uh, several other notable show-running people. It's uh, interesting if you're a television fan. I'm probably going to finish it later. I recommend it. It's very, very enlightening. I want to check that out. That sounds interesting. I like those people you mentioned. Yeah, they're cool people. I need to check that out. So I guess that concludes our Netflix picks. We'll take a quick break and come back with listener feedback. Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of The Hacks of Life with Professor Rad. Or uh, I used to be Professor Rad before I got locked up and had my professorship revoked. So now you can just call me inmate 23421108. Anyway, with that out of the way, let's move forward with some helpful, far-out life hacks to help you survive life on the inside. First off, remember that the most important thing in prison is cigarettes. Cigarettes are the number one currency. You can get anything with cigarettes through trading. Uh, you can get uh, baseball cards. You can get, you can get uh, uh, an extra toothbrush or even uh, comic books. You know, a lot, a lot of prisoners way into comic books now. I would love to get a Happy Days comic book uh, if anybody has an extra one. Uh, I, not, not the time, not the time or place, but, uh, but sorry about that. Anyway, moving forward, you got to protect yourself on the inside. So, so it might be a good idea for your own protection to fashion a shiv out of an old toothbrush handle. Ah, you, you might need the extra toothbrush because you're supposed to you're supposed to replace your toothbrush every uh, like two months or something like that. I don't. No, it's not. Okay, okay. Just ignore him. Just ignore him, Rad. Yeah. Also, uh, smoking's bad for your health. I'm not even talking about that anymore, man. Uh, so. Well, last but not least, if you if you got a if you got a cellmate that's always annoying you and talking about his his Happy Days podcast, I got one of those. And uh, you know, you just you just you can't say it anymore. You get to the breaking point. You can use your toothbrush shiv that you made earlier and just just get, shank him just a couple of times just to send a good message. <laughs> the other inmates will be so happy they'll name you King of the Prison. Also, if you do decide to ship another inmate, don't do it during a podcast recording because that can be used against you later on as evidence. Break it up! No stabbing allowed! Get out of here, Radley! <sighs> Alright, well, it looks like this might be the last time you hear from uh, Professor Rad for a while, but it was, it was worth it. I regret nothing. Alright, alright, somebody... Somebody get this, get this inmate off the floor and to the infirmary. Ah, uh, no, no, it's cool, it's cool. I want to stay here and finish uh, listening to the podcast. Sound. Oh. Oh. The mail's here. Oh, great, thanks. What's this? A letter for me. It's time for listener feedback. If you would like to contact the show, send us an email to happycastfeedback at gmail.com. Send us a message on Twitter at happycast. Like us on Facebook. 
follow us on Instagram. Is that proper terminology? Do you follow an Instagram? I think you do. I, I'm picture follow us. Instagrammer. Hmm. Uh, what else? Give us a call. Our voicemail number is seven seven happy none. Oh, sorry, I thought you were gonna say the other one. No, no seven seven happy none. H a p p y n u n. Ow, cat claws in my back. Sorry. <laughs> If you'd like to cat claw Ben in the back, don't send a send a text to two five five two. Oh, yeah, I think that's all of them. That's all the contact info. We don't have any more. Check us out on happycast.website. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Tell a friend about the show and leave us a review. So leave random no feedback this week, Ben. Leave random posts on forums, and have your signature or p- picture be all about HappyCast. So people will get sure. interested in it. Spread the word. Start an ARG. Yeah, sure. Start a podcast where we talk about this podcast. Yeah, do that and get more popular than us. That would be sad. It'd be kind of weird, too. All right, well, we do have one. We have one feedback. Oh, wow, wow. So in form of an email? It is an email from Mr. Wootenator. Oh, yes. Good friend of the show, the Whoopnator. How's he been? He has been, I don't know, a little bit not good. We'll You'll, you'll see. All right. He starts off with, well, darn, diddly-doo, ya dee ya ha hey Ben and Brian. Mm-hmm. Classic. Woot here. Sorry it's been a while, but I feel compelled to share with my two favorite podcasters. So that's me and Chad, I guess. Uh... Probably. Rad? Maybe Rad? He has a podcast. Does he? Hacks of Life? He has a segment. Oh, well, I didn't know if he had a full podcast, and we, we just got like a section of his as an example. That his happy hour is air conditioning. Summer is fast approaching, and let me tell you guys, we live in a truly magical time, one in which air conditioning exists. I enjoy being outside, even when it's hot, perhaps not as much as when I was younger, but I don't enjoy being a complete recluse layabout all the time. That said, I'm not sure there is a feeling on Earth greater than coming home after a hot day in the sun to veg out in the A.C. You know who never had A.C.? Shakespeare, George Washington, Jacob, at least until Dharma arrived. We are truly lucky, ladies and gentlemen. Viva air conditioning. I will agree with that. Me too. Lifelong fan of air conditioning. I wish mine worked better because it is hot and humid in Arkansas. Well, not, yep, same here. Not too much recently. It's been raining nonstop and flooding everything. It's very humid here. That's why my city is well known for its nickname, Humidlanta. Well, we're named as Hot Smith. Old Hot Smith. That, no, that's uh, Hot Smith is the name of. Um... <laughs> of. Uh, 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 no, I'll pass. Pass. Maybe it's one of the prisoners' nicknames. Yep, old Hot Smith. There's Hot Smith, and there's like Okay Smith, it's mediocre yep. Smith. Uh, Bummer Patrol, humidity. I guess my happy hour and Bummer Patrol go hand in hand, but I don't think we even need to discuss this. Humidity is the worst, the worst. But the best way to counteract humidity, AC. Yep, Assassin's true. Creed. Yep, Assassin's Creed will murder humidity. Animal Crossing. Sure. Yeah, that's another. Just another thing with an AC. Anything else? You need a third one. Air, Roll three. Airplane combat. 
I don't know if that's a existing thing or if you made it up, but I'll allow it. Good, because I don't know. I know there's another AC somewhere. I just don't know what it is. Other than air conditioning. I know that one. Up. Oh, uh, alternate current or alternating cur- current? Alternating current. Like ACDC. There's alternating and direct current. Ha, I got a third that's real. Okay. The America Channel. Uh, he has a danger zone. Oh, what a surprise. So this just happened literally minutes ago. I guess when he posted this episode, though. I remember when he emailed it, not when, when he did this. When, he, when we make him post the episodes. <laughs> happened literally minutes ago in my home state of Arkansas. My as in Ben. Mm. I'm currently traveling with a team, and we stopped at a very shady gas station in central east Arkansas. The, Are there a lot of shady gas stations in that area, Ben? I try not to go past central when I go east. Mm. I mean, well, I have uh-huh. to eventually because I'm going east. <laughs> the only time I really go east of central Arkansas is if I am going through Arkansas to get to, like, Atlanta. Sorry, humid Atlanta or Orlando. Let's see. Uh, the first sign of trouble was the exploded gas station across the street. It literally literally looked like someone was playing GTA through this town and accidentally skidded into a pump. Except I doubt they woke up in the hospital down the block with only $500 missing. That's not a good sign. Not a good sign. Anyway, the gas station. Just nasty and run down. Very peculiar smells. And for some reason, everyone filling up is smoking. Oh, <laughs> you're clearly not supposed to do that. It says so on the pump. Well, they say not to use cell phones, but Mythbusters busted that one for me. Still, you know, just no electronic devices. Well, yeah, but I think the cell phone thing was actually people getting in another car and causing electric static shock or something. Mm, all right. Well, you have to discharge yourself before you pump. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good, always a good idea. But uh, smoking very obviously can blow you up. He says, uh, is that not Science 101? Fire plus gas equals boom. Yeah, it's true. Although I think I, if we're talking about Mythbusters, I think I saw one where they tried to do that movie thing where there's like a trail of gasoline yeah. and you drop a cigarette. <laughs> and I don't think they could do that either. No, I think it's because it wasn't uniform enough of a trail or something like that. Like mm-hmm. it, there's okay. no way it would actually leave a good trail. But this is a stationary uh, car and something spraying gas. Still a bad idea. Very bad idea. It gets crazier. We are about to leave and a van comes <laughs> flying into the gas station and slams into one of the guardrails next to the pumps. Why? No clue, but the car starts smoking. In case you forgot, everyone filling up is also smoking. I guess not the same way as the van is, though. The van just got a cigarette? Uh, Not sure what happened, because we hauled out of there as soon as we could. And that's the time I almost... That's the story of the time I almost died in a fiery explosion. Thanks, Arkansas. Wow. Ben, you're lucky. You were very lucky that your home state didn't murder our best listener oh so he's the best listener oh you know i don't like to play favors ben you just i have by calling him the best (laughs) what one one of our best listeners all right who's the worst listener we all know we all know who it is is it the new today it's chad snyder oh he's right there (laughs) well i will say about arkansas everything west of central is pretty good the west side has Little Rock, because that's, I guess, kind of central. So we have Little Rock, we have Fort Smith, we have Fayetteville, we have Lake Wichita and our diamond mine, where you can actually, like, sift for diamonds there. 
We have all the cool stuff. You keep going west, you hit Oklahoma. Don't go that far west. Stop at Fort Smith. And then you can go north if you want. That's Missouri. They have some good stuff. South is Louisiana. Not been down that far, so I don't know. Visit historical Fort Smith and see the ghost nooses. And go to the brothel museum. Yep, yep. I went there. You tried to go to the brothel museum. Yeah, that was sad. Next time you're going. Oh, yes. Story oldest time, Ben. The rivalry between East and West Arkansas. When when will the violence end? Never. Never, ever. Uh, it's an eternal battle. Then he has a Netflix picks. Oh, man. He's just bringing it all, man. He is Woot. everything. Really bringing the feedback. I guess this is why you declared him as the best listener. Uh, his Netflix pick is Fringe. Not Friends? Not no, fr- <laughs> Fringes. Oh. Both of them together. It's when Ross and Rachel investigate mysterious happenings. Sure, yeah. Now, Fringe said, uh, you mentioned it recently, so I felt compelled to display my Fringe fanboyness to acquire some converts. I am a huge Fringe fan. Was right from the beginning. And it's a lot of the same CSI-type crime tropes that I'm sure turns people off, but it has the best overarching mythology I've ever witnessed. And it makes sense. It also is one of the most satisfying finales and final seasons. Mm. The science behind everything is awesome, as is John Noble's work as Walter Bishop. Just a really fun sci-fi ride. It didn't need J.J. past the first episode, just like Lost. I highly recommend anyone looking for a new show that likes sci-fi to give Fringe a try. And that's it for feedback. Tyler Wooten. I think I like science fiction. Well, you stopped after an early episode, didn't you? Yeah, no, I watched about like eight of those oh i thought you stopped after episode two or three with the old man baby no no i i I pushed through past the old man baby that was uh it was it was terrifying ben it scarred me for life i still wake up in the middle of the night sometimes just in a panic nightmares about the old man baby just the worst most upsetting (laughs) thing i've ever seen it's like a regular thing for you waking up in the middle of the night like freaking out about various things it's true it's true my sleep is not 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 really on point. Go to us sl- on fleek. It is fleekin on fleek. It's fleek week. I thought it's not I fleek on fleek week. is supposed to be good. I don't know, Ben. I'm not a child not anymore. A, I'm not a 12-year-old Ben. I don't know what that means. So yeah, I don't know any of that fleek or dirky dirk nonsense. If you know what dirky dirk means, write in. No, please don't. I'm curious. For unrelated reasons. Fringe, I watched, uh, I think, about half of the show. I finished season two or three. I don't remember which one. I, I thought it got really interesting. I don't remember why we stopped. We just did after we watched the season finale. But uh, it's kind of, to me, I thought it was like X-Files, but with scientific explanations behind everything. That you find yeah, that a bit that's cool. very. Yeah, sure. I see the X-Files influence there. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good, though. I will agree with that. I I don't know. I don't know why I never felt compelled to finish that show. Old man, babe. Maybe I should give it another shot. Britta is in it in one episode. She kidnaps Weird. a child, I think. Sure, as Britta does. She's the worst. She is the worst. But also secretly the best. I don't know, man. Man, I'll give Fringe another shot. I like the Observers. Oh, yeah, that's fun. That was cool. Kind of find them in every episode. I heard that in some episode... Uh, there is an alternate dimension 
where there's a marquee for a theater that says Back to the Future starring Eric Stoltz. So I like to imagine that that's the only difference. Like somebody <laughs> like goes through some kind of like rift and they end up in like a universe that's identical to ours, except Back to the Future ended up starring Eric Stoltz. Well, that could just have a ripple effect that affects everything. What happened to Michael J. Fox's career? He would just uh, continue family ties for a long time and uh, never really take off in film. Oh, that would be a sad day. You know what? Actually, I remember there being like a... I don't know if this ended up in the final game. I remember there being like a gameplay teaser of Bioshock Infinite where there's a similar rift and they end up in a street. And there's a there's a theater marquee that says Revenge of the Jedi. And I was like, oh, it's like an alternate dimension where it's called Revenge of the Jedi. Yeah, it's still kind of in there. They have a way that they show that. The Revenge of the Jedi yeah. marquee? All right, cool, cool. I like alternate movie dimensions. I, yeah, alternate dimensions of anything are just good fun. No, just the movie thing. Uh, They're identical the except for this movie. Like, I want to go to an alternate dimension where that uh, Nicolas Cage, Tim Burton Superman film came out. Ooh, that would be a little weird, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's actually a documentary coming out uh, soon about that called The Death of Superman Lives. That's a weird name for a for a movie. Well, you know, because the, the the Nicolas Cage Superman movies would be Superman Lives, so it's about how it didn't come together. Oh, and they interviewed everybody. They interviewed uh, Tim Burton, who was going to direct it. Wow. Kevin Smith, that wrote the screenplay. Wow. So. A Kevin Smith movie that didn't get off the ground. That's kind of surprising. I know, right? All this stuff gets made. Well, I guess that's it. We're done. Uh, sure. Uh, I will say we had some Twitter activity. Oh. Um, it, in response to your Once Upon a Time recommendation, oh, uh, uh, Biz says she's been watching it. That's good. I hope it was because of my recommendation. And Listener Ann says that she was watching it with her kids who told her it was inappropriate and they should stop watching. Hmm. So shame on you, Ben, for what? recommending non-family friendly what? entertainment on this show. Everything I've ever recommended on this show is fit for the whole family. Mad Men, whether it whether it be Mad Men, Mad Max, or Breaking the Bad. newest Stephen Ping novel. Well, see, I thought it well, just good, clean fun. Maybe I don't know. It's it's not as murdery or dark as Lost. Okay. So I thought it would be okay still. Is there any lascivious adult content? Not really all that much. Not much at all. Uh, okay, you're really unselling me on this. Once by a time thing, Ben. I'm done. Is it the I magic? Can't. Yeah, it's too much magic. No, I mean, I, that's off. Is that, I don't know. Is that a oh, Mormon is the, thing is the magic? magic? Is... <laughs> I don't know. Not sure. So, I do feel compelled to say uh, Mad Men's not, not, not for kids. It's not at all magical. <laughs> There, oh, hey, man, there is a certain magic to Mad Men. It's a less obvious magic. Yeah, but there's not, like, people doing curses and, like, doing, like, light magic. Yeah, there are people doing curses in Mad Men. <laughs> no, <man>. no. <laughs> who, who talks like that with, like, a child? You did a curse, <laughs> Mr. Brian. <laughs> yep. Just now a kitten has crawled up onto me while I'm laying here. Just oh, a little kitten sounds update. Like time. Yep, sounds like Ben is initiating a kitten nap, so... Time to end. How'd that kitten get into this prison, Ben? Did you bring that with you? <laughs> no, it's that old man's kitten from Prison Break. You haven't seen that, but <laughs> yep, not a not a reference I get. The, How about Brooks? Did Brooks have? Did a he have the rat or did he bird? have the bird? I think he had a bird. Green, I think it's Green Mile that has the rat. Yeah, that's just, yeah, that sounds right. They're starting to run out of animals for people to have in prisons. 
Sure. Like, you know, how about a prison ostrich? Oh, yeah. But the guy that Schofield thinks is D.B. Cooper, he has a cat. What are you talking about? <laughs> if you watch I Prison underst- Break. I understood, I understood half of that. <laughs> D.B. Cooper and Cat? Yeah. The main character who tattoos the prison on his body, named Schofield, mm-hmm. uh, he thinks that this old man is D.B. Cooper, and that old man has a pet cat. Oh, is that like a, is that like a like a one time thing or is it an ongoing thing that he thinks he's DB Cooper? It's part of his overarching plan for that season. He needs that guy to be DB Cooper for certain reasons to help his escape plan. <laughs> his wait, his 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 escape plan hinges on this old man being DB Cooper. <laughs> it does part of it, yeah. That may, if that man's oh. not DB Cooper, he's not escaping. <laughs> that's, that's pretty. That's pretty risky, man. <laughs> but he's pretty sure he figured it out. Watch that show. That's a future Netflix pick. I like that show a lot. The first season is amazing. I heard they might bring it back. That seems pretty unlikely, considering which main characters have died. Yeah, you know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that would be kind of messed up. Unless it's like a mid-season. If they just remade the first season, I'd be okay with that. But I I don't know. It doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Where now they're in like a future prison, state of the art, with like clear cells. Oh. Where you can see everybody at once. And, and it's on a freighter, spoiler alert. Yeah. And you have to wear these like magnetized boots so you can't actually leave the floor. Yeah. What was it I saw that had a prison on a freighter? It was the second thing. Oh, uh, well, it's 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 escape plan and it's face off. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. Movies. That's what bothered me about that. I couldn't remember. Uh, it looks like did they did the same twist. There's one on Halo. Yeah, they did the same twist. Yeah, he finally escapes, get to the top. <gasps> I'm on a freighter. Spoiler alert. What's uh, what's on Halo? I googled, and one of the results uh, about prison freighter. One of the top results was Halo. Oh sure, sure freighter, like a ship, like a space. But I know if I had like a. Oh, well, that makes more sense because I mean, all space prisons that are in space have to be in space. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, yeah, helpful info. You said, a, you, said, you said a true thing about space prisons. I did. Well, I guess that's that's it. It seems like it's a bad taste for us to talk about oh, yeah. various various prisons here. <laughs> we already have in the other segment, too. The yeah. little mini one, Desert Dat. It's true. So, that does it for this week. We hope you join us for the next episode until then i hope everyone remembers to stay happy All right. And that concludes our complimentary prison podcast recording. Thank you, Happy Prison. You've been great. We'll be here until Thursday. I know. I'm leaving right away. Oh, well, uh, not not when I tell them about the crime you committed. Then you'll be here a little bit longer. <laughs> hey, man. Big Latin pay Latin, eh? That's, 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 that's not how that works, Brian. That's how uh, I... I heard it in a movie. I thought that's I thought that's how that worked. That is definitely not how that works. I took Pig Latin in, in high school. I think I would know. Oh, oh, very, very nice. That would have really come in handy watching Lost. I, you know, you know oh, the yeah. others. They all spoke Pig Latin. Well, they were all pigs.
That's right, because they were they were Lord of the Lord of the Flies, Lord yeah, of the Flies they, reference. They were all named Pig. Yep. Okay. Pictured. Anyway. Anyway, let's get let's get off the stage. Let's go. Before we go, let's say uh, let's say thank you to our number one podcast fan, Chad Snyder. He had yeah. a little bit of an accident earlier, but uh, I'm well, sure we he's have to fine. Give him, you have to give him the cake with a file in it. Anyway. Yeah, of course, of course. If I were here. That's kind of the whole point. That's why you're here. I disagree with hey, this. Hey, you, you agreed. You came along. Well, it's too late to back out now. Let's see. Where? Chad Snyder. Where's he at? Where's he at? Alright. Oh, there he is. He's just lying across all those chairs. I hope he's okay. Kinda. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's fine. He does have... That, that blanket out over him. That's maybe he's taking a nap. I don't know. Right, I'll lift it up. Ben, uh, is, it, is it just me or does Chad Snyder look a little super dead? Should I, should I poke him? I don't. That doesn't. That seems like a disrespectful idea. I'm, I'm going to poke him. Like on Facebook? Are you friends with him on Facebook? I'm, I'm just going to poke him in the tummy like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Okay. All right. God, come, come closer, come closer. All right, you, Brian. Chad, 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 what is it? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, he's dead. I, I feel kind of bad, kind of responsible. We did give Rad the cigarettes. That's true, and we were also the reason he's in prison to begin with. Well, well I mean, we—it's not like we killed Randall. No, no. But we did. Of course, we him. didn't. And we caught him. Well, we, I mean, we convicted him, and we gave, we gave the 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 murder weapon to another inmate. So that's like a double negative. So it cross cancels each other out, right? Oh, so, yeah. So we're off the hook for this. Yes, we are off the hook. <laughs> totally off the hook. Oh, oh, he, he's holding something in his hand. Uh, oh. What? <laughs> what is it? I think in his dying moments, he wrote down a will. He he what? said that he is giving all of his memorabilia of Happy Days to us to put in our no. studio, but only if we uh, do a memorial for him in one week's time. Do we want that stuff? <sighs> But he, he might have that Fonzie pinball machine I heard about a couple weeks ago. Mm, yeah, that that does seem pretty pretty dope. And okay. he might have Henry Winkler's phone number somewhere. I can almost guarantee he does. Okay, well he was he was a fan and a friend of the show, so I guess next week we will hold uh, Chad Snyder Memorial. <laughs>